record this. And welcome back. We're back after a quick hiatus. Uh, this is Catching Up with Dwayne. I'm your host, Dwayne Duke. But you knew that because you subscribed to the podcast, all 14 of you, you lucky, lucky ducks. Uh, I guess I should do this up top because this is the first time I've had this to do. Um, I'm stalling for time, looking for my dates. There are. Uh, yeah, so this comes out uh, um, April 16th, and um, you can catch me next week, uh, the 22nd and 26th in Pensacola. Check my Twitter for that. Um, and then I'm back on the road all summer long. Those are my, my next dates. I'm, I'm in Pensacola. All right. Um, speaking of Pensacola, today's guest is a producer, a comedian, a writer, a lover, a bitch. Um, you wouldn't have him any other way. Guys, it's Andrew Ferrara. Hi, everybody. Hey. Hi, how's, uh, how's your day going? Oh, it's going great. I just got home from making some craft soap and bath bombs. Oh, yes. Ooh. Beautiful. I, um, I haven't picked my... Ho- we're, uh, so we're recording this on Wednesday, and me and Andrew are actually going to be meeting up tomorrow in Chattanooga, Tennessee at the Comedy Catch. Um, and I haven't picked my hotel yet, but I usually try to get one with a, with a hot tub. Or not a hot tub. <laughs> not, I'm... I'm decadent, but I'm not that fancy. Uh, I try to get one with a uh, with a bathtub. Yeah, there's nothing better than just like a post show bubble bath. Um, Seriously, that's that is all I do, and that is exactly why I started working at this place. I needed to know the secrets of making all the bath products because that's what I would do whenever I go on tour. I make sure there's a bathtub at the hotel, and I get really <laughs> angry if there's a shower. <laughs> and just shower like if there's a rolling shower i'm like i am not in a wheelchair i need a bathtub this ain't right but yeah but if it's a uh, rolling shower then you got more space you got you get the handicap accessible room i mean depends on what you're looking to do in that shower i guess uh yeah. but i just want stretch to out and a- shave my balls <laughs> <laughs> just leg up. Oh. yeah just, just really stretch it out um uh, mm-hmm. So you just um, most recently you went to Hawaii. Uh, was that your sure. first, was that your first time? That was my first time in Hawaii. And it was absolutely gorgeous. Almost from the moment we stepped off the plane. When we stepped off the plane, there was some strange characters out around the airport. <laughs> some woman who was telling us that they are uh, <laughs> they're going to impregnate our children, and it has nothing to do with the vaccine. I'm not sure what it means. Um, she was trying to get them kids knocked up. <laughs> yep, but it doesn't have anything to do with the vaccine. Apparently, we're just getting injected with who knows what that's going to give us all that immaculate conception. It's going to be nice. <laughs> but oh. Mary, you were on the Feral Hogs tour with uh, Hillary Bagley. Yeah, Hillary Bagley. Hillary and, Bagley and Bridget Martin. How how you guys were gone for like what three weeks? We were gone for five weeks. How was that? So it was such. It was a fantastic time and treacherous as well. <laughs> we on day four hit that big blizzard that went through the random middle of the country for the first time, uh-huh. and uh, then because of that, we ran into the Ozark Mountains as well. <laughs> right into it, car crash wonderful moment uh 
Hillary was actually recording it as at the time. <laughs> and then, so, but it turns out she was doing a time lapse. So the car crash was only like half a second of this time lapse. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we hit the, the mountains, but there was so much snow, I guess like it, it didn't really mess up the car. Like not, so we just kept driving. <laughs> and we drove that far all the way across the country and back and i don't plan on getting my front bumper fixed anytime soon uh it's gonna take take some money <laughs> uh yeah don't i know it i uh i just had to put a bunch of money into my road car and last week it did i was supposed to be in atlanta last week and it decided it didn't want to go and i was like okay oh, okay um i'm not gonna push it atlanta's a big trip uh, we're gonna try chattanooga so you know hopefully things work out <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean atlanta's not that far from chattanooga so i feel like yeah it's it's you're definitely testing yeah <laughs> i was like like i wasn't concerned about getting to georgia i was concerned about getting in atlanta traffic and my car deciding that it was it was a scared little lady um <laughs> Also, uh, my car's name is Queen Elizabeth Betty White. Oh, <laughs> and good for her. She's got a royal name in many ways. Yeah, I'm, it's it's a white Chevy HHR, and I just need this bitch to last another year. Well, luckily, there <laughs> you you've named them after some some lengthy longevity bitches so you're good the minute i turned around i looked it up it, like the time i decided to turn around is right when prince charles either died or had his death announced <laughs> i thought i was like okay betty you uh you clearly you knew something i didn't know today that'd be pretty wild if it was at the exact moment of the death and not when the death was announced like you just your car knew before him yeah oh. like, um, I had I had a random light that went on, and then when I parked back in the home, that light had gone off completely, and I was like, "Okay, I get, I see you, I see you, crazy." Uh, so how is how is Florida right now? I know you guys are are absolute bug nuts, crazy, but like, how is it? Um, you know, nothing's changed. We've always been crazy and it's not going to change. Honestly, it's like nothing even changed during the pandemic. Everyone is a fool here. It's great. Um, <laughs> My favorite thing that I learned was Florida didn't close dance floors until seven months into the pandemic. Yeah. And they reopened it like a month and a half later. <laughs> Which like other states are like wait we've been doing things are we all like like is that what's happening who are going to florida and then coming back to their home state and just spreading florida all over the place exactly i'm pretty sure that's what's been happening the whole time like we opened up just for memorial day weekend like in the middle of the pandemic last year it was we were closed for two months and then they're like eh, we're gonna open the beaches for a week and a half and <laughs> just was like we need money fuck <laughs> um gosh it was weird and that's when i quit the hotel because i was living in a hotel because they forced us to live in the hotel if we were going to work there 
Yeah. Uh, and only like three people were staying at the hotel. So it was like the best ever. And then they're like, we're going to open the beaches, but we're not going to add any extra staff. And we sold out within minutes of reopening the beaches. And I was just like, bye, guys. <laughs> I don't need to meet any of these people. Uh, no. Like, yeah, I mean, and you're you're in Pensacola, so like your your congressman has been very interesting the last couple of days. Uh, Representative Gates. Um, also, <sighs> first of all, he should never have been elected. His father's name is Donald Gates, and he goes by Don, which means this man's name is Dong Gates. And Don how Gates. anyone takes him seriously is utterly ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, man. So Matt Gates has been such a colorful character for a long time here. Um, outside of a local restaurant that he came and spoke at, um, he was nailed in the head with a cherry slushy. They gleed him? Yep. Yeah. And they 100% gleed him. Um, and so I voted for her for a representative. Um, gosh, he, ever since he got elected, we've all been, I don't even understand, like, this place is honestly, like, votes 80% conservative, so I get it, but at the same time, I haven't even met someone who's openly okay with Matt Gates. so I'm not sure how this happened. He just had but, the right letter behind his name. Yep, yep. Gosh. That's what happens when you vote down ticket. Yeah, and now and now everyone just like, well, maybe he didn't have sex with those girls. And it was like, all right, guys, you you really you have you have no shits to give. And it was like, oh. I think the FBI took his phone today. I think that's what I read. Good. That the FBI came and got his phone, which is fun, you know, because he's a sitting member of Congress on the Judiciary Board. <laughs> We did it again, America. I'm proud. You guys are like, it's a three-way tie for the worst between Florida, Colorado, and Georgia with Bobert from Colorado and Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia. And you guys got Matt. Yeah. Luckily, I don't think we'll have it much longer, right? <laughs> this, is, this isn't this is going to blow over, I hope. But I don't know. Like, he, he's rich, so... Yeah. Ugh, and it's God. like, if you're rich, you don't, maybe you don't Venmo your hookers. <laughs> you can, uh, but that's what they accept these days. So what are we supposed to do? Yeah, you can go get cash and give it to your, your sex trafficker and then he can pay <laughs> sex workers. Or we could just legalize it and, you know, you know, and then, you know, you could do this on the up and up. They could take it off their taxes because clearly you were, they were hoping an underserved portion of the community. Um, we're not, we, I still haven't forgotten how he adopted his ex-girlfriend's little brother. And it seems like we don't oh. know enough. Oh, Yeah. Oh no, I feel like that little brother is, is having a rough time right now too. I think well the little brother I think like that phone's gonna uncover some it. problems. No, oh, that no one really saw. You you know there's pictures. Oh yeah. Oh poor guy. Yeah. I mean unless well, unless he's in love. I don't know. Um Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Listen, don't you beauty and the beast me. <laughs> Today has been the wildest day in the news. Um, starting with, um, I appear, I don't know why, but I'm, I must be on like a Google alert list whenever someone comes out. They just think I need to know. So the first thing I learned today is a former bachelor named Colton Underwood came out and he wrote a book um, and he uh, he was give, he signed a deal for a Netflix series where he's going to learn how to be out with his gay guide, Gus Kenworthy. Um, <laughs> because he's an attention-seeking whoer. Um, yeah, well, that... Oh, my gosh. Which one? Him or Gus? Because Gus is... <laughs> he's all that, over the Gus place. was an Olympian, right? That's what that one was? Yeah, Olympian skier. Okay. And... Listen, when he, like, I did it, he did this sexy little, you know, play, I think it was a Playboy shoot or something. Didn't have to be. They, I'm sure, I'm sure he just took pictures, but it was just <laughs> him naked in his fucking skis with his beautiful ass, that asshole. It might have just been, it might have been the ESPN naked edition or, yes, or, or Sports Illustrated. I think it was. Yep. Mm hmm um the internet um mostly guys who do not look like this uh, these two are not having it uh, <laughs> they are not having this nonsense whatsoever and i am here for it uh, i think it's wild um i um <laughs> i well, love... I read a book <laughs> Well, he wrote a book because, you know, he used to be an NFL player and he, he like rode the bench for years and then he did The Bachelor and then he wasn't getting enough endorsements. So, and I'm like, if you wanted to live a private life, maybe, maybe don't be such a media whore. I feel bad for, and I, I tweeted this earlier, I just, I feel bad for the media friendly kids he's going to adopt in a couple of years with his high, mm -hmm. like his ratings grabbing husband. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but here's the part. Well, I'm shocked that they haven't already spinned this into the first gay bachelor TV series. You would think that would have happened. I don't, I don't know. know. I think I, I think what with the, with the bachelor having so many issues. I don't watch it, but a really good friend of mine uh, who was actually a guest on this podcast way back when, for you guys who remember Jason Kelly, uh, he watches the bachelor and he tweets about it all the time. And I'm I'm so confused and um i texted him today and i was like what happened i was like who i was like what is a colton underwood and he uh he, he went in and i was he was like it was a boring season it was this that and the other and i was like okay all right ma'am yeah yes, colton I, I remember parts of this season because my little sister is so into the bachelor and i only thing i remember was that he like jumped over a fence after like one of the girls was saying like was saying that he liked her more than she liked him and she wanted him to get whatever out of the show he deserved and then he like had a hissy fit and then ran away from the cameras and over a fence i was like such a fucking drama queen we already knew we already um, should have known um he still has i mean it's it's been taken back but he had a restraining order against them from his ex-girlfriend as of april 2020 because he had tracking devices in her car 
Um, what? Yeah. This man clearly... This is the strangest closeted gay man I've ever encountered. Okay. <laughs> Lindsey Graham. There's been a many. There's been many. Uh, ooh. Why? I don't understand. Why are you tracking the women? This... They- I don't know. Maybe she had his secrets. Um, you know, if, listen, anyone. Don't who, you want to track her? See where she's gossiping? Like, I can't go to this coffee shop because she went there earlier and she probably talked about my dick sucking. No. <laughs> He's fucking Bruce Wayne these whores. <laughs> um, I read, I read one article and it was utterly insane because it starts off with him saying, yes, I'm gay. But, but by the end of the article, he was like, maybe I'm straight. And it was like, oh, um, ma'am, there are other terms. <laughs> mm, 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 and I mm. get it. You're, you're new, which is why you need a guide in Gus Kenworthy, whoever that is. Um, and I know what the show is going to be. It's going to be it's going to launch into like a new Ms. and Mrs. or uh, what's another Tori and Dean or Kate or John and Kate plus eight. it's gonna be one of those kind yeah of where it's like super sanitary you know who I want everyone to follow like I want I want Lil Nas X I have just like a daily like camera crew with him like I but then also I'd be sad if, to find out if he's just like a professional that doesn't do things like I yeah want... because that's my thing he's reminding me right now of the guy who like came out when he was 13 mm-hmm. and was like this is me now but no one knows if that's really him now like yeah. i just i'm not sure him, like but... i do you remember terradice uh the tara reed reality yes. show? the thing that yes. ruined her career that wasn't her acting uh, i want i want to find out that there's a celebrity out there that's just like tara reed <laughs> i like it and yeah, I know it would be cool if Lil Nas X was just like a real role model and like a, a homebody and or whatever. But like, I would love to find out that he's secretly Tara Reid. He's twenty two. Yeah. Oh, it'd be spectacular. Yeah. I would I'm love just. For Lizzo I just feel like he Tara might Reed. just have a really great wardrobe artist, and that's it. Ugh. <laughs> like maybe that's just it. like I'm gonna make this money making these people mad and just be good. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine too. They try to catch me on some bullshit. They wrong. Because <laughs> uh, like you've never heard a story of like oh I mean my favorite thing during the during the panda sex was every few weeks someone would pop there'd be a new story of someone like sliding into his DMs and it was like ooh you didn't think like you didn't catch the other four guys he outed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, pivoting very slightly to a different kind of trash um chet hanks son of uh, brother of colin spawn of tom um has released a new song called white boy summer and um i think uh i i I don't know how to say this but i think i i think no one should fuck white guys this summer (laughs) no not after that like I, i feel like all of them have to take an l (laughs) <laughs> i'm i'm 100 okay with not having sex this summer because of this goddamn music video um it is you watched it it is wild he does it is only like there's only one minute 46 seconds of quote-unquote music 
Um, but in that time, he raps, he drinks a 40, um, he, he like, at one point in the video, he sprays suntan lotion on a woman. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like banana boat. He just sprays like banana boat on her cheek. He, he was getting knocked around in the head a lot with booty as well. Like, it made me think that the reason this music video was made was because he's constantly getting hit in the head with asses that he's it, concussed. It makes me think that, that Tom Hanks is a bad father, <laughs> honestly. Um, well, I think all celebrities are required to be bad fathers, whether they're supposed to. I don't know. Tom Hanks is probably a great father. And this this happens to good fathers, too. Oh, it just does. Okay. Um, I'm gonna try and tweet this, but this is what Chet Hanks looked like as a teenager. I don't know if you can see that. Oh, I saw that. I know he looks like um Timothy Chalamet with short hair. Um there's a comic I love who describes Timothy Chalamet as uh, a squishy twink. Yep. There's a third <laughs> Hanks child. What? Um Truman. <laughs> Truman Hanks. Okay, well, now I know why we don't know him. Truman. Ugh. He can't be doing anything of importance, is he? Um, I don't know. He's 25. I I mean, what with his brother being trash, his other brother being boring. Wait, there might be more than... <laughs> Hold on. There... Oh. Okay, there's so... not more than three. There's four. There's Elizabeth Ann what? Hanks, Chet Hanks, Colin, and Truman. Elizabeth Ann Hanks. Yeah, Elizabeth Ann Hanks. Let's check her out. She looks very. She looks very content. You know. <laughs> yeah, does that make any sense? Like she looks. She looks. Yeah. She looks like if if. She looks like the woman who shows up to the PTA meetings with the good brownies. And if you compliment her, she goes, oh, I, I bought these. <laughs> um, she was in two Tom Hanks movies as a child mm. and doesn't do that anymore. Well, she's no longer a child, so okay, it's too bad. So three of his kids are okay, and then one is Chet. <laughs> Wait, I don't know if we can even know for sure that Truman is okay. I mean, he's not on the internet. Make it, he's not on the I internet. I think he's not doing ad. well. I don't think he's doing well emotionally. I mean, what's Being it like to be family. Colin Hanks and watching Chet get press? Colin's like, I'm an actor. I was in the <laughs> OC, damn it. <laughs> I'm who they call uh, Jason Biggs. His phone is off. He's wishing he had a part in that music video. Gosh. You know what? There are here's a problem with that video for me. Mm -hmm. Very few white boys for it to be a white boy summer. It was it was a lot of black women. Yeah, yeah lots of black women and one white boy. Yeah, uh, really, really like a white man who I nothing. Very, very. If there were more white boys in White Boy Summer, I could have gotten behind. But it was it was mostly. I mean. So the video, all all one minute and forty six seconds of music, starts off and like from 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 jump, I was like, nope, this isn't happening. 
<laughs> I was in public when I found it, so I I posted it without watching it. I was like, hey, this is out here. This is awful. Blah blah blah. Then I went out to my car and I like listened to it. I was like, actually, edit. This is trash. Um, <laughs> we need to cancel Tom Hanks so Chet doesn't have money anymore. <laughs> Oh, it's Creek Tom Hanks real bad. Hmm. What are we going to do that? We got to we got to kind of. I feel like we're going to have to play his game a little, though. You know, Tom Hanks, he's got he's got eyes on the inside of everything. I don't know how we're going to get him canceled without us getting canceled. You know, it's wild. Like. White Boy Summer only exists because of Toy Story 2. Why? <laughs> How much money did he make between Toy Story, Toy Story 2, Toy Story 3, Toy Story 4? Is there five? Yeah. Yeah, he made I mean, he made I'm all not surprised money. that Disney has something to do with this, so. Yeah. I, I am blaming Disney because uh, Disney made us believe that uh, and that Tim Allen was a hero. So yes, <laughs> here's how good animation is. It makes you forget that Tim Allen is one a snitch, two a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the most troubling part of this is at the one minute forty two seconds mark, where for whatever reason they just kept the track rolling and. And Chet drops a full end bomb, like not even a little one, like a full. Yeah. One. And <laughs> this article that I'm reading, um, on Pop Crush, and it just goes, "Uh, did Chet Hanks just rap the N word in his song White Boy Summer?" <laughs> and yes, yes, he did. And tweets are coming in. Uh, this guy goes, "Well, Chet Hanks said the N word again. Guess that's it for White Boy Summer." That was at six forty-five a.m. <laughs> Uh, the fact that that music video is so bad that this wasn't the first thing we brought up (laughs) is impressive because he's got i mean there's a woman that he's dressed up like 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 hood rat harley quinn and (laughs) she's got these fire engine red ponytail or pigtails and it's just like baby who hurt you oh chet hurt you (laughs) chet did and that's why I have to be in this video. He's making me. It is. It is so problematic. There, he's he drops into a Jamaican accent while wrapped in a Jamaican flag. Yeah. And you want to be like Chad? Um, even your dad doesn't do accents, and we pay to watch him do things. <laughs> I mean. Oh. Your dad did Forrest Gump, and you might have been the inspiration. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Here's uh, the thing. I think Jet Chet has just been misled to too many terrible tattoo parlors. And I think we just need to give him the benefit of the doubt on this one. I can't finish that. Um yeah, I I really cannot see why this man. Well, I think the funny thing is that it only has like a hundred thousand views right now, which I would have thought that something this bad by Tom Hanks' son would would already have had like a million views or so. So I feel like this is progress. It only came out this morning. 
I still would expect like a million views. I guess you're right. Yeah, like but, most people, I, I don't know how many people watched it so much as they heard about it. And yeah. As, as of right now, let's see how many views it has. Um, I'm reading this story about his ex suing him for a million dollars because of abuse allegations. He has mm. a child. His name is his real name is Chester, by the way. We will be calling him Chester Hanks. Yes, Chester. He's a child named Malachi. Ugh. Yeah. Um. I yeah, and you know what sucks is, like, if I hadn't listened to the video, like, if I hadn't listened to the song. I probably have been like, yeah, no, we're we're doing hot boy summer this year. I guess, I guess we're doing white boy summer, <laughs> <laughs> which is problematic. Um, but I love trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I feel like this is gonna be bumping for the next week and a half now. What if this becomes the the summer anthem? How how are, do we combat this? I don't think it will be. Um, one, it's a bad song. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't release a song under two minutes and and hope it's going to be like the anthem of the summer a summer anthem is no less than 3 30 because you you need that build up for you to be like oh this my shit and you get to the dance floor yeah uh, you need that moment where you're just like all right here it come here it come you need the drop the drop is the all important that's why summertime sadness as much as i hate that sentient um instagram filter is a bop Ugh. she's I can't with lana del rey yeah yeah she's that. like lana del rey um is the intersection of that sandra bullock movie um where she's a witch and an instagram filter <laughs> in pra- it's like impractical magic in an instagram filter and that's lana del rey <laughs> Oh gosh. I just feel like most of her songs were just like, how much methadone can I take before I record and <laughs> still sell a million albums? Let's find out. Like, oh my gosh. I can't Lana Del Rey stumbled so Dua Lipa can lean. <laughs> who are you who are you looking forward to hearing new stuff from this year? Like who who do you hope drops some new music? Mm. Honestly, no one. I really, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I have been so like unhopeful for all of music in in these times. There's been nothing I've latched onto, so I don't expect anything good to come. So I don't hope for it. Okay, I'll feel better. <laughs> Fair. That, yeah, that, I mean. Yeah, I, I really, I hope that, you know, Elton John doesn't put out an album. That's one thing I can say. Oh. He needs to rest those vocal cords. I mean, Elton's got, what, six more hours left in him? Yeah, yeah. Of actual speaking time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's about gone. I feel like his final words are going to be, fuck Madonna. <laughs> Madonna. Yeah. And oh, we'll all right. accept that. Um, and if they're not, I feel like they should be recorded as fuck Madonna. Like my final words are already recorded as "Ooh, look a tiger, hold my beer." <laughs> I don't care um, what I don't care what happened. Like yeah. I, I could die at one hundred and six. God forbid I live that long. Like naturally, <laughs> surrounded by family. 
and my last words will be recorded in printed as "Ooh, look a tiger hold my beer i always said that on my tombstone i just wanted to say uh kidnapped by pirates never heard from again so that there was never a final quote for me <laughs> um i think my tombstone should say no vacancy <laughs> just like like leave, leave on a joke right <laughs> yeah <laughs> just and, oh yeah no tombstone, just say i'm gonna leave you with this no name, just like no vacancy, and just for years to come, people walk by and just look over as they're going to bury their papa or mima, and then uh, they just does that say no vacancy? And then they're laughing in a cemetery, and how? And then I get, I get the standing ovation for the rest of eternity. Yeah. Uh, now, if you if you can make people laugh in the cemetery, I mean. I feel like that's a little life worth dying for, you know? So good job. Um, what do you, I do try to catch up and like see what people are reading and watching and doing. What are you watching these days? So I just finished watching Q into the storm on HBO about QAnon. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. Uh, tell me about it, and then I, ha I have a story for you. Okay. So, basically the gist of it is that this, like, 29-year-old kid conned all the stupidest people in America into believing that he worked alongside the president, you know, to save the children from cannibalistic sex hungry democrats so and Matt gates <laughs> <laughs> Matt gates is going down for sex trafficking oh this this man has no shame about it he just thinks it's he he's just been it got bigger than i think he expected it to but now he doesn't care and i just can't stand this man but he won't even get censored. He'll either he'll either end up in jail or nothing will happen. It will all just be said. I'm like, wait, what? No, nothing's gonna happen because there's gonna. It would it would take so much real intelligence digging to actually prove that he is the person because he's done all of this like programming to be able to hide the fact and like even if you follow like the ip address you have set up for it it just shows you like steve bannon's house like it's uh it's he's an ass i hate this guy anyway i don't know why i watched it <laughs> was it good i be? knew it was just gonna make me upset um but i've been also watching this show called wayne on amazon prime which is basically about some kid in Boston who runs away with this girl. Um, and it's so much fun. I mean, I think it's probably, I just think the guy's cute, really. But it's also <laughs> fun. <laughs> it's a good time. But I'm just, anything I'm watching right now is just space hole, just taking the space of the survivor size hole in my heart because survivor is no longer on because of the pandemic um i, I think survivor. we all played survivor though so yeah. <laughs> but we didn't get to film it 
Uh, I mean, a lot of people did. They they filmed it. (laughs) That's all they did, actually, was film it. Most of the I, I learned more about people than in the past year. Um, I are yeah. You on TikTok? Hmm? Are you on TikTok? Uh, I got it. <laughs> so yes, I suppose I'm on it, but I I I avoid it. However, <laughs> I've I've uh, seen some things and stuff. <laughs> TikTok was fun until. Until they like started cracking down and making it like family friendly, which I don't care for. Same thing. Oh. Same with Tumblr. Um, oh well, everyone left Tumblr when that... <laughs> Tumblr was just for sexual deviancy mostly. Now, yeah, and like now, now it's not, and it's like, ugh, okay, I don't. Yeah, um, so sorry. I, I was like, I stand with sex workers. You guys, you, you're gonna take this avenue from them. I'm leaving, and then I yep. started a, a second Twitter. <laughs> you know just so i could continue to stand with them <laughs> yeah we'll go with that. Um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh speaking of, of q i so i you know you know my festival i um my first year i got harassed by someone who um they were new in stand-up they'd been drag queen for like 10 years or something and they were taking a, a comedy class and their advisor had told them to not like put anything on online or you know before they were ready and not to share anything if anyone asks and i was like well you know it's a it's a stand-up festival i have to watch your video to evaluate you to see if you can get into the festival um they ended up not yeah. getting into the festival and then spent the next five months harassing me, like straight up cussing me out, just being a real dick about things, harassing me. <laughs> um, cut to 2021, where they've been kicked out of the Republican national of the Texas GOP because they stormed the Capitol. Oh my gosh! Yes. Oh. Uh, what? <laughs> Remind me when I see you to to let you read this the um to let you read the the screenshots. It is fucking wild. It is truly an adventure. Um, I, and anyone who wants to know, I will I will happily share the screenshots with you. I won't po- I'm not publishing them because you know I you know I, I don't think enough people would care for me to go through all that work, but I have them. <laughs> What what was uh, the standout moment of his submission, though? Oh, I don't know. It's been like three years. Um, I do oh. remember just like how badly they reacted to rejection. Oh, and I was like, yeah. I was like, okay, um, try again next year. First of all, you were late submitting. Your video wasn't great. You're new, so like it doesn't have to be great. Uh huh. Um, and you you run. Luckily, I've not come across that. Yeah, uh, and this is a good uh, segue. You run a comedy festival that will be happening uh, May twenty eighth through the thirtieth in Pensacola, Florida. It is the Pride Comedy Festival, P three for short. Um, I will be there along with some really incredible people. Tell us a little bit about it. 
So the Pensacola Pre-Pride Comedy Festival. Uh, so we did the first one two years ago, um, and it was a roaring success. We only had it just one, uh, it was one day, one venue, just all day long. Um, and it was killer. And so we decided, okay, we're going to expand it. We're just going to do it the whole weekend, find as many venues as we can to cram in as much awesome comedy by some wonderful LGBTQ plus comedians all over the place. Uh, and good year and a half of planning that. And of course, COVID shut that down real quick. And then, <laughs> like I said, they opened the beaches just in time for it to, oh, I hate them. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I have been working on this now for two and a half years, um, considering that uh, it's it's just been a journey. We've It was going to be like 45 comedians. Now we're at 25 because, of course, a lot of people still aren't comfortable traveling and such. Um, but especially to Florida. But however, I am super excited to get to do it. We're going to have, we have five different venues, six different shows. Um, and a couple of the venues have never done comedy before in Pensacola. And I'm really, really excited about it because it one of the gay bars here in Pensacola, we, they're going to be doing two of our shows and they've never had comedy there before. And they have a cute little stage and I think it'd be so fun. So I'm excited to be able to be a part of all of the festivities that are already going to be happening um, in Pensacola because Pensacola is always for since the, you know, 60s has been a big uh, pride, you know, Memorial Day weekend has been like a pride festival in Pensacola um, since then. So it's been it was just the right time to to get together and we're going to be um, raising some money for charity for TAPS, which is the Tragedy Assistance Program for Survivors, and they help grieving military families who need mental health services that, uh, yeah, that really need it. Also financial services too, but mostly mental health. Uh, so we're, I'm pretty stoked to get to do it. Um, it's been a long time coming and it's gotten to the point where I do want it, I want to get it over with now. <laughs> it's just like, God, I, like, it's, it's just, I feel like any longer, any more that I wait, the more possibilities for bad things to happen because it felt so doomed when I first did it. But now things are going well. We have all our venues and oh, one of the venues in Pensacola that we were supposed to have it at got hit by a tornado. What? So yeah, we had to replace the venue. Um, they got hit by a tornado oh, like within the past week absolutely insane absolutely insane it was like the one one of the places we've been doing comedy the most at lately too that, so that's florida that really uh, sucks yeah so where i've been scrambling honestly this whole past week has been a scramble of figuring out just pensacola comedy in general um but now because of that scramble we have way more venues doing comedy now than initially planned so We've got several different venues starting up, and you'll get to be on the first show for one of them in a couple weeks. Hey. Very excited. Um, I I sort of understand the the scramble as I've had to push my festival twice now. Um, yeah, we moved it from August to October of 2020, and then from October to May 2020, and now back to October 2021. 20, yep, and um, it's mostly because Chicago is 
um the festival will be in chicago and it's it's hard to plan there because their you know, their governor's taking things very seriously the mayor is sort of taking things very seriously the city is like eh, taking things seriously mm-hmm. but then like every other week there is you know just there's another uh unarmed person getting shot and then everyone takes to the streets and then there's a spike in cases which is always fun um always uh, always fun yeah um it is it is it's a journey what what do you think is like the weirdest thing that you've learned while producing the festival uh the weirdest thing that i have learned is um honestly how surprisingly unresponsive some businesses in the area can be uh and i feel like i found out that one business in particular um was unresponsive because they didn't want anything to do with a gay event (laughs) so i i've realized and i always knew this was a very conservative area but i didn't realize the extent of it until i've tried to plan a lgbtq event for an entire city so realizing that that was you don't think that that's actually going to be a struggle when trying to find a venue you know nowadays you're like oh it's 2021 like someone said to me once just like andrew and it was at a roast it was great i agreed with it uh they said and andrew it's 2021 being gay isn't interesting anymore and i was like oh you're right it's not (laughs) and uh, apparently it's still uh lights a fire under some people's butts around here but um will be in the bottom so that was that was kind of a shock um so uh, i've noticed though that when you start saying that there's a military charity <laughs> they're like oh wait a minute <laughs> it's the gays but they like the military i'm confused i'm intrigued i'll 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 bite. Let's do it. Of course. Um, that's, that's, yeah. they're my exception to white boys this summer. <laughs> the military. <laughs> yeah. So I, that was kind of shocking. I didn't think I was going to come into contact with much of that because just, I don't know. I haven't seen a whole lot of homophobia in general, like at least performing in Pensacola, except for some bars that have, you know, old man he'll turn i had an old man turn away from me once when i started talking about being gay whatever um but i just didn't see that coming from some of the business owners here especially considering like i could totally blast them if i wanted to i'm not going to <laughs> like it's it's very it's surprising to see yeah um well that's awesome we're coming up around the 45 minute mark so tell everybody where they can find you online and where they can get tickets for p3 comedy yeah so you can find me on instagram and facebook uh on instagram it is insta which is insta then d-r-o-o ch it's my childhood nickname from my mom when i was little and I've been called that my entire life. So I'm sorry. And I really regret that I made it my Instagram handle because no one fucking understands. It's just like, what do you mean, Insta Drew? I can't even say because it's not even spelt like the Drew in Andrew. It's just, <laughs> I made a poor marketing decision for my brand. Uh, <laughs> are are you on Twitter? Uh, I, I am. Uh, I haven't used it in a very long time. Uh, on Twitter, it was Raging Gay Hippo. 
Um, but <laughs> but uh, that that's not active necessarily anymore. Uh, but also you can follow P3 Comedy Fest on Instagram. Um, there we are selling tickets on event right now. We have weekend passes and friday passes saturday passes and sunday passes if you want to get just an individual day um and yeah they're on eventbrite ready to go you can uh if you go to p3 comedy fest instagram the link that we have on our bio will bring you right to it but yeah you should definitely come see it's three days of wonderful super gay comedy and i think it's gonna i I'm really, really happy for the lineup we've got coming through. Like, there's there's some good good suckers like Dwayne Duke, me, <laughs> like, uh, Nikki Carr from Last Comic Standing, Hillary Begley, uh, just a lot of lot of good folk coming through. So come on down to Pensacola and have a fun time with us. <laughs> All right. All right, well, that's going to do for this week's episode of Catching Up with Dwayne. It's uh, it's a new season. We're back. We're rolling through the summer. Each week, I'll have brand new dates where you can catch me trick, track, tricking around the United States. Um, every Monday, I am at Twist Social Club here in Cleveland. And the other six days of the week, I am somewhere in the nation sweating in the backseat of my car. Um, but only for good reasons. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. Hey, thanks for joining us for this week's episode. Please rate and review and share with all of your friends. If you want to join us on social media, uh, this podcast is at Dwayne Catches Up on Twitter and Instagram. See you next time.